You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. It's podcast time, as they say. Al Dukes, how be you? Oh, hi, Jerry. More Jerry Recco today. He did uh, four hours of uh, sports talk. Or pizza talk and uh, shark talk. But I didn't do the five to six. You did not do the five to six. But uh, I I had tweeted something out. And after I tweeted it out, I was like, oh, no. If Geo Geo sees this and grabs it for a segment, there goes my post-game podcast topic. Really? Yeah. And he he grabbed it at the end, but he didn't really do it justice. So I was happy. Okay. And this was this, uh, you know, as a quick update. So the Bruce Springsteen tour is happening next year. Mm Mm-hmm. February it starts, and Ticketmaster, in order to, they don't want to get, uh, you know, uh, scalpers getting all the tickets, so they made you become a verified person on Ticketmaster, and then they let you know whether you were randomly selected to buy tickets. Mm-hmm. I was not randomly selected. I was waitlisted. Right. But the people that were randomly selected, a couple of shows went on sale. Ticketmaster started doing this thing that they call dynamic pricing. And I guess the way to think about it is, is the same way how when you go to book a flight, you know, you go as like popularity. Yeah, it's like de- depends. Yeah, like your ticket prices can on an airplane can vary widely. Same thing you do with the Mets and Yankees. Mets Yankees Subway Series is going to cost you a lot more than Mets Reds. Yeah. So now they're doing it with the concert tickets. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's not necessarily the popularity specifically of we're going to do this for Bruce Springsteen shows. We're going to do this for Pearl Jam. It's when they see a lot of people logging on to purchase the tickets, they jack up the price. It's unbelievable. So people were getting in in Tampa. Now, Tampa, like New Jersey, New York is a big Bruce Springsteen. Sure. Philly. I know he's popular worldwide, but in Tampa floor seats were starting and this is not the secondary market this is Ticketmaster $4000 so then people started seeing things last row of an arena $700 on the regular Ticketmaster not secondary market can i ask you something yes bruce is a um humanitarian he's all for helping others correct this is not price gouging. This is bull crap. Yes, I agree. This I, is a guy who I love Bruce Springsteen's music. Politically, I don't always agree with what he right, says, right, right. but he is one of these guys that supposedly is the blue collar. There's nothing looking blue at, collar there's about nothing, these prices. Right. And you have enough power. I know like they'll say, this is Ticketmaster's doing. 
But you have enough power to say, because we've seen artists do it, Pearl Jam, as I mentioned. We've seen artists do it where they say, I'm not doing a show there if this is what you do. And this thing with Ticketmaster, when they sell a ticket, it gets divided up. Bruce is getting... A portion of it. Yeah. Right. And not just a if the tickets were supposed to be 150 a portion of that. If it sells for $5,000, he's getting a portion of that $5,000. Yeah. Because, you know, we talk about who's got the money, who doesn't. You know, you take a, a real legit working class family that let's say they bring in a total of $100,000 a year. Six figures, you would think they're doing well. In this market, it's hard. And in this area, $100,000 after taxes isn't a fortune. I got news for you. Even a hundred bucks a ticket is not easy for just three hours on a Friday night because that two hundred bucks with concessions and parking, and I'm only talking for two people. I'm right. talking about kids. It's still a four hundred dollar night, I would think. Yeah, it's just like, it's, that's not easy. I remember like Broadway always used to be this unattainable thing to go see a Broadway play. Like growing up, it was like. Mm-hmm. We're not going, no one's going to Broadway. The rich went. Yeah, right. The yeah. rich went because the tickets were probably like two hundred, three hundred dollars yeah. to go see, you know, cats on Broadway. But that's like everything now. Everything. Everything is I the prices have gotten that's why when you know you saw you went to Washington for a game. Well, almost saw a game. Um you see what I do though. It's StubHub. I look for games against teams that maybe aren't perfect and you get tickets like I did for I think thirty bucks to sit. Should have sat four rows from the field. That to me makes sense. I can't, and I, I I'm not a pauper by any stretch, as I've said before. I can't just go buy four tickets to a regular Yankee game and sit anywhere near the field. Right. And I'm not interested in sitting above the foul pole. I did it for the 9/11 game at City Field last year because my son really wanted to go, and him and his friends were buying their tickets, so I bought the tickets for me, my wife, and for Joseph. And I ended up, and it was late when we bought the tickets. But I got them face value. I still spent, I think, $75 a ticket. I was above the freaking foul pole. And I said, this is why I don't do this. I can't, yeah. can't even enjoy, you can't see what the hell's going on. Right. Like little miniature figures running around. That's no fun. I'd rather watch it on TV. Yeah. And this was uh, trending on Twitter. So I, I, I'm sure it should. Yeah, I started looking at it. Ooh, a lot of people angry at Bruce Springsteen. They, I get it. I feel like he does have to s- come out publicly and say something. Yeah. You have to. The Chili Peppers are at MetLife Stadium the second or third week of of August. You know I want to go. Tickets are two hundred and twenty five dollars to sit above the mezzanine, away from the stand. Why would I do that? I don't know. As much as I want to see them, I'm not. I won't. I know it's it's right. It's strange. He told me. G told me this morning. There's a. I'm not going to say where, but there's a show he's planning on going to. But to stay at the place where the show is, the rooms were seven hundred (laughs) dollars. Huh? For one night. I want to go to Borgata in August with my wife and a couple of friends. Went to get the room for a Saturday night. It was five fifty nine before taxes and fees. So I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? Let me see if Friday night's cheaper and I'll get both. At least I can rationalize the average price. Maybe that's only two hundred bucks, and if I spend seven fifty, it's three seventy five a night. I don't feel so bad. Saturday night has since been sold out. Right? How? How? Right? In a time when everyone will tell you that they that they're having a hard time, you know, paying the bills and putting gas in the car. I, I the, don't get it. The restaurants are still packed. Packed. Everywhere. Yeah, packed. Good luck going to eat somewhere outside on the Jersey Shore on a Thursday, Friday, or Saturday night. Yeah. 
You wait for an hour and a half to get a table. Are people just putting everything on credit cards? Like, I want to go see Bruce that, Springsteen. Let me jam yes. this on the credit card. I think that is a very good uh, thought. Correct. Yeah, it's just strange. We try to use our credit cards, and I have balances for sure. But my credit cards bought a furnace, uh, an AC unit five years ago, like things that upkeep, you know. I think people do. I think people put vacations on credit cards. Yes. I think they buy tickets that they can't afford on credit cards. 100%. I think that's true. Then I had people, when I originally didn't get in, didn't get selected to have the the benefit of allowing me to purchase a ticket. The right. The right. They said, well, you know, what happens is, like, he'll sell out the garden, then they'll put another night on sale. He'll sell out Prudential. They'll put another night out sale, you know. Then that would annoy me too, because let's say I bought a let's say you bought a ticket and you wanted to see <clears throat> opening night mm-hmm. in New Jersey. Yeah, you bought your ticket is expensive. Then he adds another night, and it's the day before you're going now. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're not going opening night. Yes, you know, like, and it might not even be as expensive. Who knows? Right. Or you want to go to closing night, and then they add another yeah another show on, mm-hmm. which just, happens all the time. It's a, such a scuzz business, the ticket business. It really is. It's greed. Yes. The whole world is run by greed. We know this. <clears throat> but then what do you think of this? And I had someone write to me about this. And I understand this part too. So the guy said, you know, if Ticketmaster and Bruce Springsteen and the building that they're performing in all get a cut of the Ticketmaster thing and they're selling the tickets, let's say they they decide to sell the tickets for 150 each and mm-hmm. that's it. And then they all get sold they all get bought by people on the secondary market who then sell the tickets for two thousand dollars three thousand that person is making out on it well that's always been the argument from these sports teams to 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 charge higher prices correct they're saying because this is what these go for on the secondary market so why are we selling them for so cheap i understand that argument as well but it just i don't know and and I was going to say the classic rockers kind of do this more so because I think they know their audience is older and more likely to have money than a 18 year old who right. likes, you know, Harry Styles or something. But I don't know. It just, it, it, I think the only way you can, because right. all the secondary market has become is legalized scalping. That's right. all it is. And before the second, like I thought when something like StubHub came to be, I thought the idea was to cut out the scalpers outside. It was safer. You knew you were getting legit tickets. Right, real tickets. And you weren't going to pay these ridiculous prices. To me, the only way that you can, I would guess, guard against what you're saying is you have to limit what the secondary market, like they need, they're in business too. They need to make money. So I get that. But you'd have to limit what they allow tickets to be sold for. And then anything else is illegal scalping. Right, like a certain percentage. Mm-hmm. So if, if phase value tickets are just for numbers sake, a hundred bucks, you know what? You're allowed to sell at fifty percent higher than face value because you've got to make money too. The person's trying to make money fair. So the most you can pay the most you can sell that hundred dollar ticket for is one fifty. That to me is fair. That is fair. But that's not the way it is. You can sell that hundred dollar ticket for four hundred dollars, depending upon the game. Evan's done it. Evan will, and I think it's smart for him since it's allowed. Like Evan will, in some ways, pay back some of his season ticket fees by the, not going to some of the marquee games because he gets a huge number for it. For the Nets, for the Nets, I, I don't know that he does it for the Mets, but I know for the Nets he's done it. Yeah, especially when you're talking about games 
you know, in in April when the Mets are playing now, and if it's not a whatever the case may be, he will do that. He will sell he will sell some games, and he will make a good buck on it. Good for you. I mean, I guess that's the counter argument too. I don't know. Right. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential, and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love. You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When I was looking at some of the other cities, because it's like, oh, what if uh, Tampa was one of the cities where I was like, Oh, Tampa, what could the tickets cost there? But I saw those were $4,000. You got to pick one of these random, like, Oklahoma City where there's maybe not as many Bruce Springsteen Where the fans. demand is all down. Right. And oh, I got to go to fly out to Oklahoma City now? Which might be cheaper. Right. To do than going here. Correct. Which we've seen in certain cases, too. Or, like, I'm to a point in life where I was just like, that seems like a lot of trouble. Forget it. Oh, sure. I'll just, uh, you know, the the... Opening night in Tampa, February, whatever it is, whatever it is, you know what? The next morning, I'll just see it on YouTube, which you can, because I'm sure I'll get some great video on YouTube. You always do. Yeah, it is funny the experience of being there live or seeing it on TV. You wonder why you would go through the trouble, but there is something about being in the building. Oh yeah, it's just you know, it's a night out. It's fun. It's you know, it's not the same as sitting in your apartment watching it. Right. I don't know. Right, especially a concert, you feel it. The the bass in your chest, yeah. Jerry. Dun, dun, dun. And when I said this morning on the show about the value of a dollar, it's like, for instance, so I want to—I really want to take Kim, Matthew, and Joseph to Dallas for Thanksgiving this year. I've been, I, you know, I've been working the games for a decade, and we did it in 2009, uh, 2008, sorry, the last year of Texas Stadium. And me, Kim, and Matthew had a blast. It was really, it was a great three-day trip. And, you know, it was something I remember at that time, I said, I kind of, I would like to do this every year. And I couldn't do it the next year. I forget why. And then in 10, I got the job, or 11, whatever it was. I got the job with Compass Media, and all of a sudden, now I'm working the games every year. So I'm finally like, you know what? This is a good year because Matthew's not playing basketball finally. I actually can go. There's a little break in for them. Kim's all, it works out great. And then I'm looking at it. I'm like, and I can get tickets for face value through Compass Media Networks. Not free, but I can pay for them. And they're not, face value is not the worst thing in the world. But then the airfare with the with the fuel right now, to, and then the hotel rates. I'm like, to go to a cowboy game, to go to one game, is going to cost me three thousand dollars. Like that, not a thousand, three yeah. grand, and maybe more. And the thing I think about with sports versus concerts. So let's say you do that, and, and the, the Cowboys cow- get blown out, get blown out. Like you know, Bruce Springsteen's gonna do yes his same show every night. He's gonna sure. bring the energy. He's an entertainer. You go to one of these games where you spend all this money on and sit in traffic to get to Queens, and then like the Mets get blown out. Yeah, in this case, it's a little different because it's a trip. Kim and the boys have never seen the stadium. Yeah. They'll be more involved to it. We'll get there early.
But you're right. I will be miserable at 7.30 that night. With the, I think they're playing the Giants. If the Giants beat them, you know, maybe. Right. Yeah, I think they're playing the Giants. I'm not sure. Um, I'd be miserable walking out of that stadium. But the experience of going, I hope, will outweigh that. But I, you are correct. I remember the when Springsteen was doing a show on Broadway. I think the tickets were twelve hundred dollars. I was like, I ain't paying twelve hundred dollars. No, but everyone else did. Uh, right, but didn't even cross my mind. I was like, no, right, not doing. At some it. point, you you have to have your limit. Yes, you know. Yes, you do, Jerry. Yeah. Whatever. So you saw Third Eye Blind is playing tonight at PNC. Tomorrow night. Oh, a Friday night? Friday night at the Art Center. Yeah. I think tonight is Alanis Morissette. Oh, yes. I have passed that sign many times. Which I would, again, if I didn't have something to do, I would love to go to that too. But, you know, like I said, you got to cherry pick these concerts because if you're going to spend 250 a ticket. Right. <laughs> okay. How about one a summer? I hate to say that, but. Yes. It's like know. going on. It's like a. Doing a family vacation once a year. Yeah. I'm gonna go to. One, I'm gonna pick one game to go do and one cool concert. Pretty much, and it's like what we talked about too. You know, and I, we are gonna go to Atlantic City the weekend I'm talking about, but I have to figure out where now because it's not gonna be Borgata. But even that. So let's even say you and you're not gonna get the room for three hundred dollars a night. But let's even say three hundred bucks a night, plus the taxes and fees. That comes out to about three fifty a night very quickly. That's $700 for two nights in Atlantic City. The dinners are going to cost you a lot. You're going to lose money gambling. I, it's a it's a $2,000 weekend to, <laughs> to go to Atlantic City. And right. then I sit there and say, why don't we just get on a plane and go to the Bahamas for the weekend? It really, it's just, I don't know. It's all, and none of it makes sense to me. It does not make sense. $700 for two, and it would probably be more like 900 right, for the two nights. If Borgata was getting 650 650 Yeah. 650 <laughs> to welcome you to come lose money yes. for them. And to spend more money in their in their and their bars are expensive as hell. Yeah. Which they all are, so that's fine. But you're gonna spend the fortune on drinks, God knows how much on food. If you want to actually go see a show or something, holy crap. Or you're right, or gamble you gotta you gotta do so, like you do go down there and gamble because oh, yeah. that's what is the entertainment down there. Right. If there's no show going on. It's just it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. So I don't know it. I was looking at these U.S. Open tickets and to the nosebleed, the last row in the upper deck, and I've been in that stadium court, and it's ridiculously high, sixty dollars before fees. Now I can deal with that for the U.S. Open, and that's what I'm going to buy because we want to take Kim's mom. She's never seen a tennis match live, so we're going to go. The beauty of the U.S. Open, though, and this is what I do like about it. To be fair, that sixty dollars gets you into the grounds as well. So on opening day, you can go walk around to all the other courts and see different matches. You can go into the Arthur Ashe Stadium is where your seats are. But then I forget, is it Louis Armstrong Stadium that's attached to I it? I think so. That's a first come, first serve. So there, you can go see matches for your $60 entry fee, as I will call it. I can rationalize that. Yeah, that doesn't seem... That seems fair. It seems very fair. But does, to get tickets down low for 700 bucks To see tennis? Come on. On day one, where the third-ranked tennis player is going to play the 200th and beat him in a half hour. Come on, please. That I'm not doing. Yeah. Nor could I for five tickets. $4,000 <laughs> to walk in the door. No. Sorry. It's crazy. It really is. I've never been to a... Have you been to a live tennis match? Yeah, I went to Anne Ligori gave me tickets once, and I saw Venus Williams play. In what? Uh... At the U.S. Open. And that's where I saw I walked around. I think I told you this. This is where I walked around, and there was this big buzz coming from, like, the... 
left side of the stadium. And, and this is where I saw all these, you know, court 12. And, and there was this, they were all empty and the guys were playing, but there was this one specific court that was packed with people up on the fence. And it was Anna Kornikova playing on like court 11 or something. Like, this is kind of cool. I couldn't really get close enough to see. Yeah. You, you know, you're peeking over. It was neat. But then going into the stadium court and walking around, it's great. Hot dog's $12, but, you know, so be it. And when is that? Like when? Uh, it's the last week of August, not the Labor Day week. It's the, um, no, when's it? When's it? Yeah, it is Labor Day week, going into Labor Day week. It's August 27th that starts, Monday the 20th. No, August 29th. I don't know. Whatever Man, so they put, they're playing in the heat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's hot. Damn right it's hot. What happened to Anna Kornikova? Uh, I don't know. I don't th- She married oh, the former Red Wing. can't think of his name. And I don't know what happened after that. Not sure. I thought she married uh, the actor. I thought Anna Kornikova married. You might be right. I thought she married a former hockey player from the Red Wings. Now I don't know. Now you got me confused. Of our Anna Kornikova, her name from Prince. Not she, come up anymore. She married, I think, Freddie Prince Jr. Is that true? I think so. Who am I thinking of then? Are you thinking of Mandy Moore? Or no. or well, uh, an ex-husband? Her ex-husband was yeah, Sergey Fedorov from the Red Wings. Anna Kornikova. Yes. Yeah. How about that? They divorced. Oh. Didn't work out. In 2000, a long time ago. Didn't work out, Jerry. Yeah, let's see. Oh, you know who she's with now? Enrique Iglesias. That was it. That's who I was thinking of. Yep. But she first was with Sergei Fedorov. Oh, okay. So there you go. Ex-husband. Fedorov claimed that he and Kornikova were married in 01 and divorced in 03. That didn't last. She was like, remember, the most beautiful woman on the planet for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, she was. She was like the... She was like the athlete model. Yes. Before Paige Spiranak. Oh, yeah, Jerry. Yeah. And she was always a good tennis player. She was not great. And that was where I think she clearly from her peers got a lot of criticism. Like she made a fortune off the court and she never won anything. She was good. Right. Because she She was was never a champion player. She was a beautiful tennis player. Yeah, she was. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm up show, which I did with uh, Mr. Peter Schwartz. I did listen. uh, We'll do the same thing tomorrow. Uh, me and Peter Schwartz will take you from 5 to 6. Jerry and Gio will take you from 6 to 10. And then uh, we celebrate a Summer Friday. Summer Friday. That's what we do here. Yes. All right, Jerry. Catch you on the other side. See you.